Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. You're listening to the Sports Scramble Podcast, where four friends serve up a weekly plate of sports with a side of SEC bias. Now, here are your hosts, Chet, Jacob, Wade, and Tyler. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Sports Scramble Podcast, brought to you by Belly Up Media. As you heard on the intro, we got a cool little video intro going on. I'm your host, Chet. We got Tyler Wade and Jacob full house tonight. How are y'all doing? Doing good. Doing uh, great. It's hard to be, you know, in a bad mood if you're, in, you know, when you're a week out from Christmas. Oh, yeah. We're, we are at seven days. Jacob, have you done all of your Christmas shopping? Or are you one no. of those last minute shoppers? <laughs> See, unlike Tyler, I'm all I'm in a bad mood at this time of year because I, you know, I examined my bank account a week before Christmas and I have zero money whatsoever. Home Depot doesn't supply me with a bonus, so uh, yeah, I'm I'm hurting a little bit. Well, you're one year I'll... away from making that full time money, and uh, yeah. that'll help. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe they'll get. Do they give you an employee discount? Everybody in your family just gets Home Depot gift cards. Uh, no, everybody gets a plank of plywood. Hey, that would probably <laughs> run them dry. That wood's expensive now. Yeah, you know, you so. can't just be giving that stuff out. Now nah, they used to give out like uh, Christmas hams and stuff, or like you used to be able to go to Win Dixie with a voucher and get one. Oh, and nice! Then, like I don't know what happened. Uh, well, Win Dixie's pretty much shut down. The yeah, there's, there's not much <laughs> left of Win Dixie out there. I'm sorry, but uh, Home Depot does not have the 
the money to allow everybody to go to Sam's Club and get uh, one the size of, you know, a beach ball. Well, I bet you the Home Depot CEO can, but maybe maybe sure. not your local, local Home Depot uh, establishment. So, but that's okay. You, you'll, like Wade said, you'll be out there at the, in the hockey, uh, the hockey leagues here come soon. And y'all went to a hockey game last night. I hear some terrible penalty shots. Tell us about yeah. that. Well, it was a pretty active game. I walked in the arena. So, like, game starts at 7.05. I walk in the arena at 7.08, and it's already one nothing. Uh, so, I was like, man, this is going to be a great night. Uh, no, so uh, Port Huron is in Michigan, and it's right on the Canadian border. So, uh, so they know how to play lot- hockey. Yeah, yeah, they do know how to play. The farther north you get, the the more experience that you have. But uh, they came in and it was already one to nothing, and I'm like, all right, great. And uh, end up tying the game up, and it's back and forth all the way to the very end. Uh, Port Huron scores a goal with 34 seconds to go in the game to go up 5-4. The Seawolves got to pull their goalie, and they pull the goalie, and no more than – 21 seconds later they get a goal uh with the extra attacker and no goalie and tie at 5-5 to go to overtime and nobody scores in overtime go to shootouts eight rounds for penalty for shootouts and is uh, is penalties it's like soccer where you just go back and forth back and forth until you know soccer i think is best of five was everybody just making them in in the PKs? No, no. I mean, right. it's, no. It's, one of the things, <laughs> it's the same thing. It's five, five, you know, five yeah. each majority, of course, wins it. Uh, but once you get over the five mark, whoever makes one at that point wins it. Um, you know, I mean, that's really what it is. Oh, I mean, so they just weren't making them? No. no. no, no nobody nobody oh. could score. Oh, hey, it's it was guy. crazy. <laughs> Both goalies had over 40 saves, which was insanity. Wow. Yeah, it was wild. And, uh, I think it, it was just chaos. I mean, there were NHL level saves happening last night. It was crazy, but yeah, it was a great game. It was a long game. Tired, throat hurt this morning when I got up. Uh, but I said, man, I said I, I can't wait to do this. You know, four nights a week. <laughs> yeah, because you're gonna hey, They had a better showing than they did earlier in the week. They uh, kept it under 10 goals this time. So <laughs> Yeah, I said touchdowns but... <laughs> touchdowns and field goals will not work. That that will not win you games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Port I mean, is that, though, for sure. Is that more of a testament to the uh, the goalies, or is their offense just terrible? Um, no, I think offense is getting better. I think you've had a coaching change recently, so um, it's kind of interesting, you know, what – coaches do i mean they're not even playing the game but just different uh perspectives on the game it's with any sport but you know especially with hockey um it's so quick fast paced you got to make decisions you know split second so uh it uh it it's a lot i mean i get it but you know you start the season only winning two games and losing 11 i mean i don't think it's just players at that point you know you gotta you gotta find you know the right mix with coaching as well Especially being a brand new team now on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Well, I guess not a brand new, but you know, bringing them back. You want to have some success to get the fans coming out uh, to keep your team there. So, sure. Wade, and it takes it takes a few years to get talent back. I mean, the thing about it is, is you know, you're basically building from the ground up with nothing. And mm-hmm. a lot of these other teams have had guys they spend the off season together, and it's a long off season. A lot of them go back to Canada and spend 
you know, the summers together and then they come back and, you know, get ready for the season. So it's different with these guys. A lot of them are just coming out of college or never went to college. It's been playing junior hockey forever, um, you know, and they're, they're in their mid to early 20s looking for an opportunity. Or you got some veteran guys who have played in higher leagues and they just can't compete anymore. So they come back and play at a lower level, uh, which is good. I mean, you get a little mix of guys who are experienced, can teach the younger guys. Um, and some guys that want a shot to make it to the NHL one day. Yeah, I mean, it's just giving them a chance. So I know Tyler and you, Fletch, were at the hockey game. I was packing up my house. We're getting ready to move. Wade, was your weekend super eventful, or were you just chilling? <laughs> I was uh, packing Christmas presents like an elf, uh, but did have the chance to also see the Mississippi Seawolves. Earlier in the week, uh, y'all got the better game. Uh, I think mine was just a glorified fight club. Yeah, and really. I have a little theory. I want to hear Jacob's thoughts on this one, being a Mississippi Seawolves employee here in a few weeks. All right, so the owner of the Mississippi Seawolves, the potential Baton Rouge team, Port Huron, and the Carolina Thunderbirds is all one guy. And he's already said if there's a certain number of fans, he'll bring a team to Baton Rouge, have four teams in the league. It's a new league. They're getting started in some new cities, new markets. Do you think that those fights were staged and that he said, have at it, let the gloves fly, throw some hands, because we want to drive up entertainment so we can get that fourth team? Yeah, they want TikToks made about it, posted on YouTube (laughs) shorts like we do. We weren't the only ones. I saw like five Baton Rouge people post on TikTok that I don't even follow. But it's getting the word out there, you know. Do you think that they were just trying to drive that entertainment value? I think they are. I mean, it happened in Mississippi when, you know, the Seawolves, you know, they were deciding if the Seawolves wanted to come back and you had, you know, 8,000 people a night uh, in the Coliseum, you know, they sold it out. And, of course, people, you know, in the South don't really understand hockey for the most part unless you're, you know, a northerner and you just, you know, you're a snowbird, I guess. Uh, but, you know, it, it, yeah, I think they are staged to a certain extent, um, especially in those games, because you got guys playing for teams, uh, for the teams. They sign a little one-day contract sometimes because they're local guys or whatever, and they say, hey, coming out, you know, we'll give you a chance since you got some local pull or, you know, whatever, or they're in the area. The hockey talk is starting. And it's, I, I it's don't good. understand a word coming out of Jacob's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, – it's good to see. I, you know, I think it's fun because people in the South don't understand really what hockey is. And, and if two guys are throwing fists at bare fists at each other's face and there's blood flying everywhere, of course, people are going to be excited about it in the South with a couple of beers in their hands. So yeah, I think entertainment factor. it's good. I mean, there was a fight last night at the, at the game I was at and, and uh, all it took was one punch in the beginning and the guy was down. So, I mean, you know, and those like, those are actual fights. Cause I mean, that stuff, Oh is, yeah, uh, no, they were real well, fights. Were <laughs> I think yeah, they I mean, were they're encouraged. throwing It's not like WWE. They're not like curb stomping the air next to the guy, and you know, yeah. it's number it's more... twenty left the arena. I mean, he technically only got a five minute penalty, but he left to go to the locker room because he was bleeding from his forehead and his chin. <laughs> was it for Mississippi? Yeah, number twenty on Mississippi. So the funny part with him is, is he's not actually on the roster for the SeaWolves. He was one uh, of the guys. <laughs> signed a one-day contract he's a veteran he's played at multiple levels and he uh he's from the area so he actually 
just was playing with them for the for the one. So that's, one what, of that's, that's, that's why it's staged. You know, they're like, yeah. "Hey, we're signing you. Your job tonight is to go knock somebody out." And he didn't. It's he like didn't sign Vertez perfect to a one day contract. <laughs> it really is. The, yeah. the guys have conversations like before the game. Some guys, I mean, some guys do. Some guys don't. And it's just in game chatter. But like before games, if they'll they'll work it out and be like, you know, we're going at, at this time. And, you know, right off the opening drop, they'll just drop the gloves because they know they're going. And at that point, the, the refs and the linesmen kind of know what's happening too. Uh, well, but, actually, they let them, Yeah, they know, just got out the line. They just let them go at it. Yeah, I mean, it's – Until somebody gets thrown to the ground, they just let them go. Yeah. And, it, and the nice thing is hockey guys don't generally go over the boundaries when that happens. I mean – I get it. They're ticked off. Some of them are. And then some of them are just fights just to get the guys going on the bench. I mean, you see that in other sports too. Guys just try to get each other going. Uh, mm. And that's kind of the hockey way of it, you know, trying to get your bench going and things, you know, just dropping the gloves. And I mean, it's an offsetting penalty and nothing happens in the end uh, for your team. So, I mean, it, it's, it's one of those things. Get them yeah, fired it, up. it's weird. And trying to work it out as an official is the toughest part because, you know, last night's game, there was an altercation near the one of the benches. One of the guys that was on the ice for the Seawolves was he stayed on the ice, but one of the guys for Port Huron came off of the bench to fight the one dude. And it was between, it was between plays. Of course, the plays blown dead. They hadn't dropped the foot. He came off the bench and was fighting them. Well, they took him over to the penalty box. And I'm sitting there thinking if, if you weren't really paying attention, you wouldn't know. I mean, the guy came off of the bench at the end of the bench. And I guess one of the officials in the scoring box found out and looked at it and said, that guy came off the bench. So in cases like that, you know, if you're not on the ice to begin with, they'll just toss you from the game and it's a 10 minute game misconduct at that point. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, and those guys get fines even at the lower levels for, you know, for stuff like that. Yeah. And I bet you they're, they may not be like super hefty, but I mean, these guys are signing one day contracts and then you got to pay a fine. Like that's coming out of your own income there. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, let's shift gears a little bit to a sport that does not let their players fight and is super soft and you can flop all day you want. Tyler, you were the only one of us that watched the World Cup final. Um, Mr. Messi, the goat, gets it done. Take him home, his first World Cup uh, trophy, probably his last World Cup he's playing in, um, if we're being honest. Wins and PKs. Tyler, let me know what you saw. This was the game that I'll remember for years. I mean, this was the best World Cup final, I think, ever. Like, all the commentators were saying that. I mean, this France team was dead in the water in the first 75 minutes. I mean, Argentina went up 2-0. The first goal was to Lionel Messi. Uh, they had a penalty, and then they scored in the 46th minute. They go up 2-0 uh, going into the half, and then – here comes France all of a sudden. You just know that the defending world champs are we're not going to go out quickly. I mean, Kylian Mbappe, what a well, you know, what a story and what a tournament that he had. He had the most goals uh, in the tournament. He had eight uh, total goals uh, for France. Uh, but they scored two goals in a matter of one minute, and all of a sudden it's a 2-2 game, and all the momentum is shifted towards France. So ultimately it goes in extra time and extra time. It just brings us some more fireworks. So, you know, Messi scores uh, in the, you know, in the first couple of minutes uh, in the second half of the first of the extra time. And then Mbappe strikes again. They have a late penalty, the 118th minute, 118th minute uh, Mbappe scores on a penalty and it's three to three. And then once again, I mean, this is the fifth time that we have seen uh, this uh, world cup going into penalty kicks and, 
from there, Argentina was able to to get up. Uh, they had a couple of saves, uh, clutch saves uh, from their goalkeeper, and, and really Argentina didn't miss. I mean, they made all of their penalty kicks, unlike the Seawolves from from last night's game. <laughs> That's I think what I was going to bring it up when we were talking about the penalties from the Seawolves. I was like, well, I know a team that can. Yeah, <laughs> it's Argentina, Argentina. yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I called it from the start. Uh, I had Argentina winning this whole thing. Well, I just your World Cup bracket wasn't submitted, so well, we can't. Uh, it wasn't validated. It was validated in my validated. I also called Argentina in my unvalidated bracket. I called Me Argentina too. in my validated bracket. <laughs> nice. I, I picked France to win it, I think, so I was close. Yeah. But, uh, boys. This was a heck of a game to watch. You know, I was thinking about this yesterday when Croatia and Morocco were playing. You, you're playing for a third place finish, like it doesn't who really cares? matter. It does matter in a way because it's like the medal thing in the Olympics, you know. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's the podium, but what do you? What is that going to be playing for? Like, for, ooh, I will say bronze. for a country like Morocco that nobody expected to make it yeah. that far, that means a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm not saying Croatia is a soccer powerhouse, but you know, it's like. They went to the World Cup final last year and they lost, or four years ago and they lost. And then this year it's like, and we lost. Like now we just gotta go play an extra game, you know? Yeah. Uh, Think about it. Think about what like the last two years have meant to Croatia. I mean, that really is uh, crazy to think. I mean, nobody expected them to be where they were four years ago. Never mind this year. uh, You know, with Messi and and of course Portugal was supposed to be really really good. France, everybody knew was going to be good. you know, so I, I think and it says a lot had about their best guys with, with Benzema and Paul Pogba, and they were able yeah. to make it to the final again. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this is going to be a team that's not going to go away. I mean, the, the next World Cup, uh, we'll get it on home soil. That's whenever North America hosted. You'll have Canada, uh, United States, uh, and Mexico. But it looks like all really much the majority of the host cities will be in the United States. I think one of them will be in Houston. So yeah, uh, hopefully, I'll whoop. be back in town. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're so, going. Uh, might, we have to. I mean, it's one we go, yeah. definitely going to take, uh, especially if the U.S. are well, playing in Houston. It's in four years. I should be back. We'll be. We'll only be going for like two and a half. So I don't care if you're living in North Dakota. We're just going to meet up somewhere. Yeah, we'll, we'll go to the World Cup game. <laughs> it's going to be like the Taylor Swift tickets for. Uh, if, if it's North Dakota, you might as well just go to Canada. And it's not going to be North Dakota. I can tell you that. <laughs> no, I'm just saying if Chet, I don't if Chet's in Houston or not, we can meet up. Wherever we think we can get yeah. tickets and make a trip out of it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I was going to ask about uh, something with the World Cup, and now I don't remember. So, <laughs> But, I mean, I felt like it was written in the stars for Messi to win this one with it most likely being – I mean, it probably is his last. I mean, he's just not going to be probably playing in four years. Oh, I saw on Twitter you know that – the craziest part is – their first game, they lost to Saudi Arabia, and after that, they didn't lose a single game. They just yeah. swept through That's everyone. when uh, Saudi Arabia, their team got like Rolls Royces for beating <laughs> Argentina. Yeah. <laughs> they were gifted. Uh, I, I think saw Saudi them. Arabia should be should be the, the World Cup champion. They should claim a championship. <laughs> They're the only team to beat them. <laughs> yeah, I think they, uh, the they claim it on the World Cup. Yeah. Oh, I saw someone said, now, if Mbappe beats Messi, you know, after this comeback, they're not friends anymore. But if Messi beats Mbappe, they're still friends because it's like he's meant to win it. 
Um, so I thought that was funny because they play oh, on the same that's team. A bunch of and Messi said that that's he's not retiring crazy. after, so who knows how many more years he's got. He's he's probably going to the U.S. I saw something on Twitter today that, I mean, it's just all speculation, but about him going to like an MLS team, like paying him a ton of money to come play there. I have a funny time on that. In the MLS. Did you know that yesterday or today actually was the first time that an MLS player, like an active MLS player, was on a roster in the championship of the World Cup. That just shows how far behind the sport is in the U.S. That mm-hmm. not the first time an MVP or a champion, just somebody playing in the game, has been on an active MLS roster. I mean, that's like that's just insane. It's like playing with double A players in baseball or something, you know? Well, that's why <laughs> that's we great. call it soccer. You can get, not, I'll give you bonus points so if you can tell me which club he plays on in MLS. Uh, I couldn't even tell you the LA player. Galaxy. Nope, Atlanta United. All right. <laughs> Who's the player? Uh, I forgot his name. It, the, game's, the game was so long ago, I'll have to look it up. Back up on Argentina. He's not okay. even a starter. Yeah. <laughs> but we brought he's that, like a very young player a couple of weeks ago didn't we i mean we talked about the whole uh, how far the united states and is behind you know oh yeah just kind of put it in perspective to me that like you see that kind of stat for like the super bowl and it it's like oh this is the first time somebody from Furman has played in the super bowl and you're like oh okay i get that but even if you told me like oh this is the first time somebody from the fcs has been on a super bowl roster i would be like oh that's crazy so like that, yeah, this is the first time someone has it's played in the U.S. In world is history. on a roster. Yeah, not even from the U.S. You know, like you know, it's just, only it's crazy. Only like eight countries have ever won the World Cup. Yeah, let's, and, and let's, but some of these countries don't host professional leagues. We're just not the epicenter of international competition. I mean, England and Germany, you know, Spain. Italy, those countries all have very established leagues. Uh, but it's just crazy that uh, the, the level of talent just isn't there. Can y'all guess which countries have won the World Cup? I think it's probably majority of the powerhouses like Germany, France, Brazil, now Argentina, Spain. Let's see. I'm trying to find on Google like a list. And then they had like West but... Germany like back in like the 1930s and all that. All right, so you got, let's see, what, you said Germany? Like West Germany also, you can say yeah, that. Yeah, that, that, that's what they were called. England. Let's see. Has England Who, which country it? has the most uh, World Cup victories? Brazil. That's to be Brazil. Okay, y'all got that one right. Who? <laughs> all right, who's second? There's two of them. Mm, maybe Spain. I'm going to go no. Italy. Okay, that's one of them. Italy. Is Germany the next? I feel like Germany yep. is the yep. other one. Ah, there's your TikTok moment right there, baby. <laughs> Look at Wade. Look at Wade. TikTok and then, uh, actually, Germany and Italy both have four titles and four World Cup losses. <laughs> and then you've got three more teams that have two titles. Who are those? Oh, France. Well, is, France. Argentina. Now, now Argentina has three, but... Uh, yeah, France, Argentina, and the other one. I don't know if y'all are gonna get this one. Give us oh, like, the, give us like the where like are they in the world, dude? I'm not a. <laughs> I don't know anything about geography. There's no way I'm getting, getting telling you that it's it starts the continent. 
it ends in a uh in a a Y. If I tell you the Uruguay. There you go. Um and then the last two, I'm not gonna make you guess, England and Spain. So okay. eight total winners, and that that number doesn't change uh this well, year. I gave you all, all of them except for Uruguay. I forgot That's about pretty good. Yeah. Tyler knows Tyler knows his World Cup talk. So I already told you this that I played soccer for 17 years of my life. Like, <laughs> yeah. The majority of life has been around soccer. I was at church this morning and Tyler was watching the World Cup. That that's that, that's his his religion right there. And I was like every other country. <laughs> and Wade was eating donuts. <laughs> and Flush was working. So that that's what the sports scramble does on a Sunday. Um well, you know another sport that we also know a lot about. Any any takers? National Football League. The football. National Football League. What we call football in America. Um, <laughs> From football to football. And I wanna I wanna take a peek in at our fantasy playoffs, but first Ooh. the fantasy look in is brought to you by our <laughs> friends over at Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. Uh, you know, when the World Cup is in Houston, if it's in Houston, that might be the spot to watch it in four years. So remember Buffalo Bayou Brewing. I hope Company. the US plays and, there like I am. That would be awesome. I'll be there 100 percent if they are playing. They're going to yes. make the U.S.'s region in like Mexico for competitive <laughs> no. purposes. There's no way. See, that would be sinful for the U.S. to not play in U.S. soil. So our fantasy of football look-in is brought to you by our friends of Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. Go see them for the best brews and best views of the city. I need to change that little. I said best beer. I should change it to best brews. Yeah, brews um, and views. So. Wade and I are rounding up the pack in fantasy. You know, the toilet play. bowl, baby. We're, we've decided that since Three weeks the two of us pick. not in the playoffs, <laughs> we're going to play for the number one pick. And Wade has got me beat this week. Uh, Jonathan Taylor just, you know, showed up and then left. So that really hurt. Okay, um, yes, I know. I was wrong about him. You can... You it's can... okay, Chet. You will have your pick of LSU receivers. Yeah, because one of us is going to take Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. Who would it be? (laughs) But in the matchup this week, we've got Tyler and Jacob battling out to see who goes on to the next spot. It's over. And Jacob is destroying you. Yeah, my team is. Yeah. Here you go. My crown, you can have it. (laughs) It'd be nice if Scary Terry did something for you because a little shift gears to my work league. I told Tyler this. I found out. So – I'm in third place right now and playing a guy who's in fifth place. Only the top four get in, right? So this is the last week of the regular season. If I if he beats me and I lose, we have a four-way tie uh, for third and fourth place. But me and him have the most points scored, so we get in no matter what, unless I beat him. And then he's he's out. So his best hope is to beat me and then we get in. And I, I was all stressed today. I was like, what are you doing, White? You're not scoring? I got – Freaking, uh, what's it? Joe Mixon not scoring. Justin Fields actually played pretty good. D Hop only seven catches. I was real worried, but I get in no matter what. So I'm, I'm a little happy with that. So. You got to save the performance for next week. That's what I'm trying to do in my dynasty keeper league. Oh man, I I was having a bad day, and then like everybody scored in the fourth quarter, and I'm like, save it, save it, save it. We need it next week. Um, so I want to read to y'all this guy that who's uh. I'm gonna read you his team, and I want you to tell me if he's what what if he's in first place in our league. Jalen Hurts, Christian McCaffrey, uh, David Montgomery, AJ Brown, Amon St. Brown, Dalton Schultz, Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen, Dak Prescott, the Eagles defense, and Ryan Suckup. Yeah, he's got to be like eleven and three. 
his overall. I would say he's probably like eight and eight and seven, something like that. He's six and eight, and he's missing the playoffs. Really? Wow. Yes. He, he must uh, have overthought some of those lineups. So let's see if I could pull up like his. It's just it's probably the matchups. I mean, yeah. To be honest, with you, it's yeah, it's just... all really about the matchups. Like you can have a stacked team, but if your opponent like goes shot for shot for you. Mm-hmm. Not in Jacob and I's instance. Uh, my team decided to just lay down again because every time that I play Jacob this year, I, my team just like lays down. Are you intimidated by Jacob? Oh, I guess so <laughs> because he's about to move to three zero on me. But I really can't complain. I knew that this wasn't you know going to be the team to win it all. I just knew it from the get go. Uh, but you know, there's always next year, so I guess I, I'm now going to be tanking for the, the third overall pick. Now, hey, I, I like this new tradition, though. I think that we have yeah. six teams make the playoffs, and then we have the yeah. toilet bowl the first week of the. Yeah, playoffs. I like it. It makes uh yeah. that way like the it keeps us in it, you know. So, <laughs> so the I'm... guys lineup that I just read y'all point his points for he's got two thousand and twenty six points scored this season. Jeez. Points against nineteen fifty two. He he has the most points against, and it's not even a close. Like it's insane how many how many points against. That's just bad luck. Yeah, <laughs> it's terrible luck. He has a really good awful. team. I mean, you read it. Like he, yeah. he has two of the the best quarterbacks with Dak Prescott and Jalen Hurts his MVP numbers. I mean, he had three rushing touchdowns today, which mm-hmm. saved his game. It was it was a you know it was a rough start for the Eagles offense, but Hurts was able to get it done. So yeah, what he I'm played horrible is, and scored 37 points. <laughs> yeah. So what I'm hearing is, is I'm the only one still alive. Yes. You are. So please win it for the sports grant, but Jake. Yeah. So we here's the start a, a sports But you can enjoy so. Mr. Jefferson while you got him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. because here's he's the... going to be either on one of these two boyos or off <laughs> yeah. the next year. Uh, I ain't going to listen to my advice anymore. I know that. No, Tyler, so, you are. I still listen to you. Yeah. Here's the deal. I have to play Mikey next week. Hey, I beat Mikey to end the season, so he's Mikey, beatable. I'm 0-2, and I've lost by very tiny margins of points to him in both games. Um, like I, I, I played my best done. football against him, but I still lose. Who do so, the Bills play? That will determine your fate. The Bears. Oh, oh God! Well, bye, bye, Jacob. <laughs> yeah, you guys. Have mind, since, since I'm out, oh, should I just ooh. be thinking for like the best draft pick now in this rate? <laughs> Might as well. It's already uh, set. Yeah, I think that's how yeah. we're gonna do it. Is we'll take. Uh... So number three. Who, all right, I'll take well, that. Better than having the last overall pick. <laughs> that well, sucked. No, honestly, between, uh, who's playing between Chris, Chris and, and Matt are playing, and it's, it's gonna a, be close. Yeah, that was a shootout the last time that I saw it. So I think it. I I guess we should do it. Whoever will take the least amount of points. All right. Well, that's yeah. me. Yeah. As far as this week, yeah, whoever scores the least amount of but points. But it ends whenever you get eliminated. Like Tyler's right. game next week doesn't matter. Exactly. Yeah. So we'll 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 send a message in the group chat. Make sure everybody's cool with that. Since well, you know we, the, we do we do vote democracy. We vote on the rules, so we'll make sure that they're all cool with that. Uh, yeah, Jacob. Good luck next week. Thanks. We need you to take it. down I, Mikey. I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna need it. So especially with my quarterbacks, uh, <laughs> consisting of Geno Smith. Uh, Daniel Jones and uh, who's my other quarterback? Justin Herbert. Jacob, Justin it's an Herbert. eight-man league. Why do you have like the seventeenth best quarterback? <laughs> I don't know. He's he, he's playing better than my first two quarterbacks. <laughs> I don't understand. I mean, it's we got weird. Tom Brady's available. Brock Brock Purdy's available. Go get Brock really? Purdy, man. Who, wait, who is who is San Fran playing next week? 
Uh, next week, San Fran plays Washington. Ooh, that's tough. Zach I Wilson say, slung it. I do need right? to talk about Justin Herbert. I mean, what a disappointing season for him. I, mean, I had him not only in our YouTube shorts. I wrote an article about that I do for the fantasy football must-starts of the week. And I had Justin Herbert because the Tennessee Titans – Defense ranks 31st in the league in passing yards per game. And what this this man do throws two interceptions and doesn't even have one passing touchdown. So he's along the lines of Jonathan Taylor being the biggest bust of the fantasy season. Well, Can we I also think agree that, that Joe Burrow is better than him by every yes. single match? Yeah, I think, I, yeah. I think he's already surpassed him of what he did like today, going down from I'm what changing my MVP. 17 to nothing at one point. I think my MVP points. pick last week was – Jalen Hurts, I'm going Joe Burrow, baby. Joe Burrow, well, give I think him the MVP. I think it. I think it totally is hinged on the fact that if the Eagles make it through the playoffs, no problem at all. It's got to be Jalen Hurts. Yep. Um, if Joey B and the Bengals somehow make it all the way back to the AFC Championship, are we talking uh, a Bengals Eagles Super Bowl? Could be. It's possible. I mean, I really the thing about it is, is the Vikings' luck will run out, so the Eagles have that going yeah. for them. I think that San Francisco is going to end up playing Philly in the NFC Championship. And you got because... Brock, you got a rookie quarterback playing the best team in the NFL in the playoffs. And the thing about it is, is the nobody has any tape on Brock Purdy. I mean, you got to pull up yeah. Iowa State tape in order to see him, and that's the issue. And it's You've not only good. seen him for two weeks, so. There's really nothing you got there. So I well, mean, and that's why I kind of pumped the brakes on Purdy. Uh, I was when I saw that like the first week, I was like, "Holy crap, he went off!" And then he did it again the second week. I was like, "Okay," but you got it. Like you said, nobody has tape on him. So in fantasy, when you need a quarterback and there's a rookie starting the first time ever, throw him in because the defense does not know what to expect. They don't I know how to like game play. for fantasy, run. I think he's already taken off as Trevor Lawrence. I think that he's fl- mm-hmm. going to fly up the fantasy draft boards. My yeah, issue next is year just... he'll be pretty pretty solid with Calvin Ridley coming back. And then Christian Kirk and Zay him. Jones have been pretty good. Zay Jones. Yep. Yeah. The thing about it is, is I think that they need – I think Trevor Lawrence – needs an offensive line because I think you watch too much of him just trying to get out of the pocket and throw on the run. If you Mm -hmm. give him just a split second more, we talked about that with Tom Brady for years. He has forever in the pocket because they had such a good offensive line. Uh, Some guy is going to break away eventually. When you have that much talent in Jacksonville, young guys that are talented uh, with receivers, you got a good tight end that's actually showing his own here, you know, holding his own the last two weeks. Uh, Should have started him this week. Think, yeah, and the thing about it is, is if they just give him a split second longer, I mean, Jacksonville's blowing people out. I mean, at that yeah. point, I mean that's why the Eagles are so good is because their offensive line is really good. Eagles, uh, so, Bengals, and yeah, uh, I mean the Bengals the went and got it got it done in the offseason to help because that's that was their whole issue. Joe Burrow's running for his life. I want to talk about ultimate choke jobs this weekend: Matt Ryan and Tom Brady. I mean, Tom Brady was up 14, blew the lead. Matt Ryan, I mean, psh. if you're up 33 nothing, just just pull him out the of the old game. boys only wanted to play the front nine. Yeah, I mean, it was it was terrible. Play the front nine, go in for lunch. 
Yeah. The man I said mean... the same thing he said in the Super Bowl. He said, this one's going to sting for a while. So, no, really, Matt Ryan, this one's going to sting for a while. Yeah, you're still stinging from the Super Bowl loss against Tom Brady and the Patriots. From a I mean, number of not years entirely ago. his fault in this one, but. No, defense. Yeah, their defense fell apart. I mean, they couldn't cover Jay Dennis. in the Dennis. second half? Three points well, in the second half. I you just called. put up 30 in the first half. With no Jonathan Taylor and mm. two defensive touchdowns in the first half. So it was a little a little inflated there, but you got to be able to close the game, you know? Yeah, well, I looked right when the game started, and it was 23 to nothing. I was like, what? Because it, it was a blocked field goal, whatever, run back, and then I think there was a pick six, and there was yep. like four field goals. I was like, okay, so the offense hasn't done anything. So in yeah, reality, I the offense only to see what Taylor points. had. I thought he was going to have like forty points. <laughs> yeah, he had zero. So <laughs> he got hurt on the first drive. <laughs> I know. Should have picked terrible. up. Uh, who's Who's Indianapolis's kicker? That's McLaughlin. what I was thinking. He Chase McLaughlin. I thought yeah. it was Dicker the kicker. No, he's yeah. the Chargers kicker. Because uh, okay. they got they rid of Blankenship, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. yeah. yeah Rodrigo is my dynasty kicker every week. Like I just don't get it. I think Rodrigo's problem was he had those goggles on and they just get flogged up. You got to get some contacts, bro. I think his problem was he was scared to death. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and then, so, well, another choke job, the Cowboys. Jaguars were down 17, and they went in overtime off a pick six. So, the Jaguars uh, are tied first in their division with the Titans. Or one game back. I saw that. Definitely have a divisional game left. Yeah. Together. But the fact uh, that Dak Prescott has thrown an interception in the last five football games, make it six. The last six games he's thrown a pick. At least one. I mean, we were talking a few weeks ago. Should we just bet on that every week? I mean, Dak needs LASIK surgery like uh, Jameis Winston. Good God. Well, everybody was high on the Cowboys. They were like, this team is unstoppable. They just blew out the Vikings. They're going to win the Super Bowl. And look at us now. Happens every year. <laughs> Cowboys fans, this is our year. Nope. It's not your year. It's so like they struggled year. against a one-win team last week, and the Texans are now this hey, week. The Texans almost beat the Chiefs <laughs> yeah, today. Did. Overtime. My buddy was there. He had sweet tickets. And I was like, dude, you're going to watch it all out. You probably can out. get like 100 bucks sweet tickets. No, they're actually – I looked <laughs> – so I looked at going to a Rockets game this week and going to the Texas game. Guess which one was more expensive? Um, uh, the Rockets. Texas, the Rockets. The, Ro- the Rockets. And the state. Mm-hmm. I was watching the game on TV, and the stadium was. Well, who the, yeah. who were they playing against? Or is it they were like playing a... the Heat? Oh um, no! But it was a it was well, their a, Eastern uh, Conference final Thursday appearance night. last year. Of course, it's expensive. Well, it was a Thursday night, and the stadium was actually that was empty. a Celtics but... or the. The arena was empty, so I was like, Well, Come they on, played guys. in the Eastern Conference Finals. Is what yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. I'm just uh, right. I was thinking of the finals. <laughs> no, no, no. But no surprise, the Chiefs won the AFC West uh, for the seventh consecutive season. Yeah, we so. tried to be trendy on this show. <laughs> yeah, we were trying to be like, yeah, we try to be different, but you can't bet against yeah, the Chiefs. We, we all <laughs> bought into the free agency hype. I mean, the, yep. the Chargers brought in Khalil Mack and – a few guys, J.C. Jackson, he got hurt. The Raiders brought in, you know, Adams, who was terrific. But Waller and Renfro disappeared. Derek Carr kind of looks like a backup. And then, oh, Mr. Russell Wilson on the Broncos. Rick, <laughs> the Broncos look better without him today. The Broncos are mathematically eliminated. Because Trace McSorley threw two interceptions. 
But oh, yeah, the Cardinals get got down to their he did not throw it on a dime. Yeah. yeah, he didn't throw it to D-Hop. Um, so, you know who's not mathematically eliminated from the playoffs? The New the Orleans Saints. Saints. They got a 1% <laughs> so, chance, maybe. Before, no, more before, than that today. They beat the oh, Falcons, and the, and the Buccaneers lost. Before we you get shot. on your Saints rant, so <laughs> we just talked about the AFC West. So I remember to start this, when we started the show this year, we talked that, well, the AFC West might be the most competitive uh, division. <laughs> in, in Boy, were we wrong. Tur- turns <laughs> out, folks. All right, you don't have to pour it on me. It I turns out that somehow the NFC East is the most competitive division. In Which NFL Tyler football. called the Giants, and we oh all gave him crap. God. Well, there's a problem. Also called the Chargers going to the Super Bowl. So we it's all a, we it's all a win lose situation there, Freddie. We, we have an episode title. We <laughs> get the Chargers and the Cardinals, but I won't tell anybody. No, I didn't have the Cardinals. I had okay. the. I don't know who I had on the NFC. I think I don't know. I forgot. The Saints. I think I actually uh, had the Bucks, and so that looks awful. I think it was the Bucks. I think well, because it's Tom Brady. I mean, it's hard. Well, to yeah, I thought he was going to be like, well, this is one last ride. He's going to win a Super Bowl, and then he'll go off. And now he'll probably play till he gets like. Senior citizenship. I don't. So and I saw something that he's done. Rumor yeah. is he's retiring after the season. Yeah, well, he's no, going to chase twenty-year-olds. That's right. the problem. No, they're they're asking, he's ready. <laughs> like he controls his agenda, and the Buccaneers franchise is completely in the hands of whatever Tom Brady wants to do. But that's the deal they signed to get a Super Bowl. I mean, he's yep. he's going to let them know how he feels next. Fall might be in a situation where Kyle Trask is starting the entire season. Is and it the downfall of the Bucks more on Bruce Arians leaving, or you know the way that Tom Brady so has been playing this season? I want to I want to talk about that. He he quit. He's done. He retires, but now he's just a offensive analyst, yeah. and he sits in the suites. That was like a game. fever dream for me. Like I thought that he was still their coach until like last week. I didn't realize that he retired. And then the Saints lose that game because. He's talking crap to Marshawn Lattimore on the field. Like, and then they get the whole fight and the penalties, and that's kind of when the Saints season just went that was week three. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. it's just like there needs to be a there needs to he be shouldn't, a he should either be a coach or he shouldn't be on the sidelines or he shouldn't be sitting in the suites watching the game, eating popcorn, but still <laughs> being an animal. Like I don't he's a consultant. Like it makes no sense. It never fails. There should be a gambling bet. There should be a bet out there that every time the Saints and the Bucks play, there's a fight. I mean, either that's, yes that's or no. I guarantee right you, there. no is probably going to be a bigger payout. Hey, I'm no, it's like the, plus 10,000. Uh, number of punches thrown on my fantasy team this year, and I have Kamara, Mike Evans, <laughs> Leonard Fournette, so George Pickens. They've all been tossed from a game for fighting. There you go. You oh got all that. You, you should, hey, Camara's been tossed for a lot worse. Uh, we'll see how that that plays out. Oh, talk about the Detroit Lions. They went from one and six to seven and seven. Are they the comeback team of the year? Yes, I would love to see them make the playoffs. Did they win today? Yeah, they did. Twenty yep. to seventeen. So and they have a winning record. Weird and wacky game against the Jets. <laughs> so the Jets now have a losing record, and the Lions have a winning record. Crazy. Yeah, they sure do. Yeah, because the, the Jets should have been on the Jets, television today. The Jets shot themselves in the foot. I mean, I don't understand. I don't think they should have started Zach Wilson, 
I get that you don't have Mike White because of the rib injury. I don't mm-hmm. think he should have played with the rib injury. So I, I mean, think it was Zach Wilson protect did, your future. Did play good. He did play good. I mean, well, um, he had some dumb play. I mean, yeah, he had some good downfield throws to some wide open receivers. Let's let's get one thing straight. The Detroit Lions secondary is not exactly the greatest in the league. So the thing about it is, is sure, you're going to beat him downfield a couple times, and he did. A 40-yard yeah. touchdown to your tight end, another touchdown to your tight end. That was it. Yeah. I mean, really, you have Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore. Neither of them really did much of anything. Well, they, they also hate Zach Wilson, and I think he knows that, and yeah. he's not going to throw the ball to him. I mean, I don't know. Well, he threw it to him. The problem was they couldn't do anything with the ball. I mean, once you throw the ball into the flat all the time, it's easy to in order to defend it. I mean, even the Detroit Lions can defend it. So yeah. the part is, you know, they need to find out what the heck they're going to do at quarterback because Zach Wilson doesn't seem to be the answer. It seems like a wasted draft pick at this point. They could have waited and got Mr. Irrelevant at the end, and they would be doing better than they are right now. Yeah, yeah I mean, I if you look you. at that draft they took a big whiff. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of talent. As, as they usually do. A yeah, lot of so, talent there, for sure. <laughs> let's talk about the craziest NFL game to ever be played this season, or the way it ended, with the New England Patriots and the Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> with, with the fumble ruski all around, throwing the ball, it gets ends up intercepting. There's only one logical explanation, though. It's a Jones on Jones crime. I that mean, was the funniest into the ground. Thing. <laughs> he just got stiff armed. Stevenson I mean, must have thought they were down by one. That's the only way that that logically no, no. makes sense. You can't blame it on him. You can't blame it on him. Well, you then why would you pitch you, it? You have to blame it on Jacoby Marsh. You threw it 30 yards backwards. to. Why the is court. anybody pitching it? It's run. a tie game. Why is there anybody that far back? <laughs> Why are you? What does he think he could throw it back? And then Mac Jones is going to throw it forward to him? I don't like, even think Mac Jones even knew he's going to throw it back to him. I don't even think Bill that Belichick was is even... definitely retiring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. After I think watching Bill that, Belichick is, Bill Belichick is retiring. Robert Kraft's going to have to coach the team the rest of the season with Bill's son next to him, sticking his tongue halfway out of his mouth, <laughs> and then. <laughs> They're gonna have to, yeah, yeah. And then you've got Jacoby Myers. He should be cut. He should be taken out the trash well, for the rest of the season. At- so Jacob, <laughs> which play was worse, the Miami Miracle or this? As a Patriots fan, as a Patriots fan, this is worse. I mean, this is terrible. The Miracle I mean, was a cool play. Yeah, that was just a neat play. Like, that happens. I mean, we've seen it happen a number of times. So I, I, I don't. It happens. It's football. You know, until the clock hits zero, it's still a game. The clock hits zero. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner it's winter time when temperatures go down the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them so don't risk a costly replacement stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the service card appliance repair program from black hills energy it's peace of mind in a plan Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more.
when the play was still going today, and they threw the ball 30 yards in the wrong direction uh, and ended up giving the game away, and Chandler Jones absolutely left Mac Jones in the ground. Hey, uh, in, in Mac Vegas. Jones's defense, I wouldn't be trying to tackle him either. Like, let's be real. That's a big I mean, dude running at you. To do it. Like, I think, I think Mac Jones saw the ball coming back to him and said, well, there goes our season. I'm just going <laughs> to lay that. He's probably seeing the ball the coming to him, right and he, see it, he sees Chandler Jones running at him. He's probably going, oh, I'm about to die. I'm, I'm dead. He's going to kill me. And he's like, nope. Pick. Stiff arm to the house. Is that the <laughs> best moment of Chandler Jones' career? Uh, yes. Yeah, considering I'll, that he spent his career on the – Cardinals, now the Raiders, and he had a couple good years with the the Pats, but he must have felt good doing it against his former team. So <laughs> I was trying to look up some Bill Belichick quotes post game, and this is why you got to be careful on the internet, folks. I clicked on this headline: Mac Jones calls game must win. And I was like, oh, let's see what this is. It's from the Onion, so it's obviously fake. <laughs> it says Mac Jones calls game must win after Bill Belichick shows him pictures of his family sleeping, like he's got a hit out on his family, and if he doesn't <laughs> win the football game, so sorry, uh, Mac Jones's family. I don't think uh, it's not going to end well for you, according to the Onion. Uh, but no, I was trying to. How does that handshake go at the end of the game with Josh McDaniel and Bill Belichick? How, like, how does that go? It's like, hey. Oh, I forgot about that element. I've been your offensive coordinator for years, and you just lost the game because Chandler Jones just put your first, your freaking fourth-round draft pick in the dirt and just lost the game on the last play. Here's what he said. He tells reporters, that play didn't work. Made a mistake. And no. that was his explanation. Could have told you that, Coach. <laughs> We're handling it internally, and somebody's getting their butt kicked. Yeah. Why didn't somebody's Mac not going to throw a hail mary on the final play? Belichick, he couldn't throw it that far. Oh, geez. <laughs> wow! Couldn't. That's when you need to bring in uh, the no. old Bailey Zappy and throw the hail mary. I just yeah, don't Zappy's like. I get singer. trying to win there, but okay. It was a busted play. He got 30 yards out of it. Just get down and play for overtime. Go to OT. He had to have thought they were losing. Yeah. I mean, they had a shot to make the playoffs, and now it's just gone. Yeah, it's dope. After that. They won't recover after this. They probably won't win a a single game the rest of the way after that. (laughs) They're broken. As a Patriots fan, that is worse than Tom Brady's pick against the Tennessee Titans in the playoffs. It was already over at that rate, though. Well, the Buccaneers and the Patriots swing a Mac Jones for Tom Brady trade. No, I one think to the, raw with the, home. the only reason did did the Bucks win the Super Bowl? Yes, with Brady, I get it. But I think the ultimate winners in that deal was the Patriots long term, because if Tom Brady is still in New England, I think they're worse than they are now. To be honest with you. Well, I it's don't... the whole aspect of not knowing when he's going to retire. Can you draft a quarterback? Kind of like what yeah. the Bucks are doing right now. They're on his agenda. I mean, the yeah, and that's the thing. The Patriots didn't want to be on Tom Brady's agenda anymore. I mean, Tom Brady was the face of the franchise, and I think that they wanted the Patriots to be the franchise, the New England Patriots at that point, and just have guys that – with the slogan, do your job, that just do their job and win a football game. And that's the problem. I think the face of the franchise right now is Ramondre Stevenson. Like that, that is, that is the face of the fan franchise. And he and, just threw the ball 30 yards backwards. Just, yeah. Well, no, he, he might get benched for my Myers. fantasy playoffs because I mean, his coach hates him. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't understand. Like, at that point, if you weren't going to get there, just fall on the ground and, and why pitch A lot the of ball? mistakes were made, according to Bill Belichick. God almighty. Like, still coaching. Yeah, they're going to be running until they puke out of practice. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. All right. The AFC East is in shambles. That's that's Well, it's already mm-hmm. Buffalo. They already won it. That game was pretty good. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I want to know how. Kudos like, to Miami. Yeah, I thought I mean, it was funny so how nice. the uh, fans were throwing snowballs at people, <laughs> and that's they were going to get yeah. the Bills were going to get penalized if they didn't stop. Did y'all see that the refs announced if you don't stop throwing snowballs, we're going to uh, fifteen yards every time on the Bills. Fifteen like, yards. Yeah, it was oh going to be a, a, it was going to be like they a sportsman like throwing them. Keep yeah, so what they resorted to was not throwing them during the live play, but when there was a scuffle on the <laughs> sideline, they just pegged the ref and. <laughs> All the Dolphins players with snowballs when the play was dead. Man, I love Bills. <laughs> never change, Buffalo. Never change. Why are no, 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 no? They are changing, but they're building a dome in Buffalo. Why? Why are yeah, they going to build a dome in Buffalo? No, no. You they they make... they scrapped that idea. It's not Did a dome. They? Yeah, it's open. No, I'm air. pretty sure they scrapped it. It's going to be outdoors. Yeah, it's Thank open God. air. We, we had this conversation a few weeks ago. It's open air. Yeah, I was yeah. About the to Titans say... are going indoor, according God. to Neil. Oh, I get that. Yeah. That's so all it does in there that snow or all it does is rain in, in Nashville, anyways. So I've got a random question for y'all this week, and it's sponsored by our friends over at Fanatics. Like Tyler said at the beginning of the show, Christmas is in seven days. Well, if you are late on your Christmas presents, I don't know if your present's tonight. gonna get there unless you. No, no, no. This, tonight is the last day to order to get oh. in time because I was looking. You can at do it. Stuff. I just ship stuff with UPS. It's getting there Wednesday. There's time. Yeah, right. I just I looked because I was looking at some fanatics here today. Tyler, hit me with the coupon code. Coupon code is fifty nine ship. Get free fifty nine on ship. all orders of fifty nine, and they're also having clearance sale up to seventy yeah, percent. Big off clearance right now. So big clearance yeah. sale going on. Maybe you can go get you a Tom Brady Buccaneers jersey or something if you if that's what you're into. Um, but nope. random question of the show. Since we're talking about football and we're about to talk about golf, I want to know in the in the future, in four hundred years, for will we still be playing golf or football? Mm, probably football, but health wise, it should be golf. That's 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 what my my. I feel like that's a, that's a moderate answer right there. Yeah. yeah. The voice of reason has spoken. Hell yeah, the vote for me. That's all we need. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. It was golf, considering football. Who knows how long it'll be? Uh, maybe not the football we know today. Maybe flag football or something. But yeah, yeah they're they're playing playing flag football in the, the rough Pro Bowl. So that's just the, that they got. That's trial for real football. If they're going to do it in the Pro Bowl, it's not too far behind. And yeah, I mean, they're all be the, playing VR football, brother. They're all gonna all be in their six yeah, million dollar that, that VR they should be on Twitch. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah. they should make the Pro Bowl VR football where they're all wearing the headsets playing each other, or just make them a Madden. Excuse me, a Madden game. And it's uh, like Peyton Manning and you know Eli Manning, you know, doing like the their camera right? setups in there. Yeah, in there, in there, like you know, that's what it's like. Yeah, no, make it make it a Madden game for the Pro Bowl. Well, I mean, I was here comes golf. here comes Terry Bradshaw back from fifty <laughs> years ago. <laughs> They're gonna be really interested in like players' thumb measurements and stuff, so they can work the joysticks. Yeah, there you go. Oh, um, I was thinking golf just because I feel like ever since COVID, the golf popularity has like shot up. Um, so yeah. I feel like that's 
I mean, it, I did say in 400 years, but I, I think it's it's like I think we'll have a new sport by then. Yeah, it'll That's be a- it'll be foot golf. It'll be something with football and golf combined. You you have yeah. to. Whoever doesn't get on the green gets smeared on yeah, the other is side. Already. Well, there is foot golf. We yeah. tried to do that. In It'll be drone racing. Dro- drone racing. Yes. Have you seen that? There's yeah, a drone racing. Insanity, man. Like, well, yeah, that's what but... people's brains do when they drink a Red Bull. Like, that's, that is that's crazy. what happens right there. Yeah. We'll, we'll make this a TikTok. We'll put a poll up and see who wins, football or golf. But while you're on TikTok, you should get off TikTok and go to Fanatics. Use our link and get yourself something nice for Christmas. Be, if you order it now, it'll be here by Christmas. So, uh, I mentioned the golf real quick. There's like nothing going on in the golf world besides the PNC Championship, where everybody freaks out when Tiger Woods and Charlie Woods play together. And I got I got something to say to the haters that hate all the publicity that Charlie Woods gets. I understand he's a kid. He's a 13 year old kid. So yeah, Tiger past few years has been very protected of him. Didn't let him do inter- interviews. Makes sense. He actually did an interview last night, and I was surprised how well, as a 13-year-old, he handles himself in answering some of these questions. Um, but think about it. And what other sport do a father and son get to play together? And it's you got the greatest player to ever play the game in Tiger Woods, and you have his son. Obviously, there's going to be a bunch of publicity. But there's no other sport that they can, at any age, they can, they can play together. You got Justin Thomas playing with his dad, who's like in his 80s or upper 70s. Whoa, all right. Yeah, so all everybody's like, "Whoa, calm down! It's Charlie Woods. Stop showing them. You know, don't show the children on TV." Blah blah blah. It's like, dude, he, they know what they're signing up for. His whole and life has been on TV. Exactly. I'm, yeah. Shoot, his dad. Too much of his dad's life has been on TV. If we're being honest, I mean, I'm sure he knows what's what's going on behind the scenes. Um, but every year around this week, people are like, you know, I follow the Tiger Woods tracker account. Um, on Twitter, and he's tweeting Charlie with a four-footer for birdie. Great shot, blah, blah, blah. And people are like, Lou Malone is just a kid. Stop tweeting about a kid. It's like, dude, he's playing in a golf event on national TV, and this dude's Twitter account is to tweet about Tiger Woods. He's playing with Tiger Woods. So if that's people what- knew golf itself, what kind of, like, you know, people talk about grooming children. I said, if they only knew yeah. how young these kids were, when they started playing golf mm-hmm. and how crazy their parents, it's like little league baseball, you know, when like the parents were fighting each other in stance, that's what like golf is for kids at like seven years old. Like it is so serious that like their life is dedicated. Like, no, there's no Fortnite for you. You need to go You're out there and play 100 rain balls tonight when it's pouring down rain and, hey, you know, that, on our wins. that's what I'm going to do with my kid. No Xbox golf all the time. You're you're gonna be the next Tiger Woods. I'm gonna I'm gonna show him Korean war tapes like Tiger's dad. If you had kids them. two years ago, they would have been all Xbox to no golf. True. Yeah. Well now I'm all yeah. golf. Yeah. <laughs> it depends which phase uh, you caught Chet in. Yeah. Look, Chet gets no. married and all of a sudden everything changes. I, think, <laughs> I see pickleball in Chet's future, like near pickleball. future. Honestly, no, that's another like, thing that I have seen at the gym too. Like pickleball I'm, is is getting up. It's like breathe. taking over my gym. Like it's yeah. happening every day. I'm like, okay, like I don't, would, I don't really understand. It's pretty much like tennis. I'm guessing. They just opened up a new it golf is. course here in Houston, and it's got a pickleball courts built in. It's a golf mm. pickleball course. So, I mean, it's, the culture is changing in, in the gym world. It seems. Hey, it looks it looks fun. I haven't played yeah. it, but it kind of. That's definitely going to be doing a a pickleball podcast. And <laughs> hey, pickleball. If, if that gets Drew Brees on the podcast, then I'll yeah. do it. He's starting a pickleball league. 
Let's get um, media passes for the Citrus Bowl, and then we can go talk to him. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Drew Brees, he's coaching uh, Purdue, so that'll be a big shot in the head to LSU. He's assistant coach. He's not coaching. He's, well, it's he's, still, he's also I mean, recruiting. Come on, they haven't hired yeah, anybody. He, it he might be re- an audition. He gets no, no, uh, go, no, no, no. Wait, no. Jeff Saturday, you know, <laughs> working well half on Saturday. And, well, yeah, I don't think he's well. gonna get the job after Saturday. <laughs> Saturday is gonna be at the door as soon as the cold season ends. Yeah, no, he's but, gonna be he's gonna be in the front glass of ESPN, going, "Take me back." Yeah, to my point, <laughs> people freak out. Uh, you know, Charlie Woods was limping pretty bad, and someone said something about he rolled up his pant leg out on the range, and it's like it was taped up pretty heavily with some KT tape. He rolled his ankle or something, and people were, "Oh my gosh, you're talking about a kid's." underclothing it's like dude <laughs> chill it's golf match it's the son of the most talked about or one of the most talked about sports athletes in the world obviously and he's playing on national tv so and he's stupid good at golf i mean he's 13 years old and he can outdrive all four of us like and i mean he can outdrive his dad sometimes so i mean that's they were both gonna, crippled. They were both limping yeah, today. Yeah, they were both. Funny. I mean, it was. I was honestly surprised they continued to play. I thought Tiger was going to say something about, you know, Charlie's hurt. We're not going to play. But kudos. I'm sure Charlie was like, no, Dad, we're playing. I mean, he's his son. He's obviously not going to quit. Yeah. Um. I mean, they were limping pretty bad, but they did have a cart, so that helped. Uh. But winner of the PNC Championship, Team Sing, 26 under. And then Mr. Cigarette Smoking, Diet Coke drinking Hooters sponsor John Daly and John Daly Jr. come back to finish second at minus 24, tie with Team Thomas at minus 24. And I mean, the Woods put up a respectable score of minus 20. So uh, they had a few Eagles mixing their tire, chipping in off the fairway. But what, what are y'all's thoughts on John Daly Jr.'s NIL deal in college? He's sponsored by Hooters. I think that's just amazing. That's fantastic. That doesn't they, really surprise me. The boot fits. Yeah, I mean they they showed up Matt to the, to the dinner from the tree. The they showed up to the dinner Thursday night. They were both in Hooters sports coats. <laughs> like it's great. They, oh uh, my god! I feel like he's probably the he's got to be the life of the party at Arkansas. Any frat party he goes to, I mean, you're John Daly's son. There's probably a lot. Is there more pressure on John Daly Jr. to be the the greatest partier of all time, or Charlie Woods to be the second? greatest golfer of all time i would say um, charlie woods yeah charlie woods no doubt i mean he's like you mentioned people are already talking about him and you i mean you're tiger woods son and they're gonna put the expectations that they're you're gonna oh since you're your son oh you're gonna be as good as your dad and then sometimes it doesn't work that way we really haven't seen us be better than the dad other than ken griffey jr i mean yeah everyone else is just kind of been good that's gotten to the professional level but they haven't been better steph curry yeah way better than his dad true and <laughs> yeah, that was never the face the of the sport ballpark. right i mean well i'll say uh i think john daly i think john daly jr i think the only thing that he needs to do uh to be there you know at the same level is to drive through the Bankhead Tunnel in Mobile, Alabama, and decide to take his RV through a clearance area where he's not supposed to and rip his AC <laughs> unit off the top, where they have to close the Bankhead Tunnel for six months 
because John Daly decided to drive his RV through there and rip the complete top, every tile off the friggin' top of the bankhead tunnel. Yeah. The, uh, well, real quick, before we get to that, I got to read this comment that just came through. I'm not totally, I love the men's cams. It's the perfect evolution of beard growth. Yeah, it goes from like I think it goes, goes from, from no beard. beard it goes from like Wade. One beard growth to yours, Jet. It goes from Wade to Tyler to Jacob to me. It's like the evolution of beard. <laughs> just had to read that out. That just popped up on Twitch. Yeah, um, thanks, Polar Knights. Uh, appreciate you tuning in. Uh, but yeah, Fudge. I think I understand that Charlie and Tiger. You expect Charlie to be great, but I feel like as a college kid. John Daly Jr. has way more pressure on him to be the life of the party. I mean, you got to immediately show up and just be like, oh, you're, you're not chucking shots. five beers in a yeah. row and get out. Edward Scissorhands, like dirty 30s all day, like Diet Coke to wash it down. I mean, he's got to be the party animal. And I feel like he's not. He seems like a pretty put together kid, uh, uh, but he is sponsored by Hooters. He's in college, it. he's a sophomore at Arkansas. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, he's not in a fraternity, but I'm sure he gets invited to all the frat parties. Shoot, he's probably the life party. of the... I, I feel mean, like yeah, he's got to be I can get him party. any party he wants. Yeah, so, I mean, he's definitely his getting an invite. the party with him. What do you yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's, yeah. Did, you see, did you see his outfit today? His dad's wearing, like, American flag pants and a American flag polo, and then his son's over there in, like, khaki shorts and a red polo. <laughs> like, it was the complete opposite <laughs> between the two of them. It was pretty funny. I mean... John Daly's tea time was at 11.30. He showed up to the range at 11.15. So you got Tiger Woods showing up like two and a half hours early. You got John Daly rolling up 15 John minutes Daly's the tea loose, time. man. He's had, he's had a ton of Diet Coke. Singers. And they so, shot Diet 24 Coke under. He shows up 15 minutes early and shoots, well, between two days, but 24 under for the, for the tournament. The only thing he needs to warm up with is a, is a cold beer. Yeah, so, well, a cold Diet Coke, Tyler. And a nice pack of cigarettes. But, I think yeah. the hidden story for John Daly is he has a hidden chiropractor, like personal chiropractor somewhere that cracks him about 30 times because the yeah. way that guy bends at his age, man, Jesus, there is no way he does that, like, just off a pack of cigs. Because he has no stress. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's stress-free. Like, I want I want that. <laughs> I saw a clip of him hitting, hitting a ball over a highway in Arkansas that had him tee. Teed up, and he—I think he hit it into the Razorback Stadium. He was on the other side of the road, <laughs> and he teed up and just let it fly. It's like out of the uh, Walmart parking lot. So that was uh, that was fun to see. I totally would have killed somebody on the highway. Um, <laughs> someone that is adding a lot of stress to his life is Futch's play- favorite player. It's behind him in the screen. Job ja Morant tossed in last night's game for questioning the integrity of the ref and shouting profanity near him what is going on with mr ja i think zion's the new face of the nba as the trouble child ja morant fudge what's your take nah, nah. the problem is is <clears throat> i think number one well officials take things too personally i mean you are playing in the nba guys say things tyler knows he's been courtside a number of times guys say things at games that officials just tune out i mean that's that's what they do just tune it out and ref the game i mean if it really is true that he was just having a conversation with a fan on the sideline and they're just talking the official doesn't need to be involved at all i mean yeah just let him jar back and forth if there's other things going on on the court he doesn't need to be paying attention to that he has no need 
in order to pay attention to it. He's paying attention to it because it's John Morant. I mean, that's that's what's going on there. I mean, that's the same reason why there's a lot of eyes around Zion Williamson. I, that That's the same thing. LeBron James. I mean, if LeBron James wants somebody thrown out of the arena, the official – Oh yes, we will do it, Mr. James. Yes, I mean, master. That's the, yeah, go to Draymond Green. Draymond Green got somebody thrown out of the arena the other night. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, you got to be kidding me! I'm like, suck it up and play the game. That's the issue. And then if the guys want to have a conversation with somebody cordially on the side, I mean, John Morant wasn't over there beating the guy up, with screaming in his face. I mean, if they're just having a conversation, let it happen. It happens. If you want fans to be involved in the game, let them be involved in the game in some sort of way. Well, you don't want another mouse at the palace. Let's. You know, we can't have that happen. Yeah, we, I, we I have that. so many we references back to that since that. I just watched the Untold documentary on Netflix. Uh, I asked y'all before the show. That's our NBA talk for the week. Thanks for coming. Uh, I asked y'all before the show <laughs> to come up with a list of weirdest mascots that you've ever seen. I've got a few I'm going to read off from our friends over up <clears throat> over at Belly Up Sports. They sent in some. First one. Did you know the Tennessee Titans actually have a raccoon as their mascot? Mm-hmm. What? I did not know that. Let's go. So, if Neil, he, he texted me, wasn't able to catch it live. He's going to catch the uh, audio. Neil, I, what's up with the Tennessee Titans having a raccoon? That's, that's a strange one. Uh, minor League Baseball always provides the best mascots out there. We've got the Lansing Lugnuts. You would think it would be a lug nut. Oh, no, no, no. It's a purple dragon. <laughs> so, yeah. so we're not it's talking Nick dragon. Name. We're brother. talking on the field mascots. <laughs> yes, on the field mascots. What about uh, like the I mean, seven they, green blobs of the MLB? There's like. Yeah, the Philadelphia Phillies are one of them. Yeah. <laughs> we, um, we've got Western Kentucky, Mr. Big Red himself, uh, kind of opposite of Green Blob. Yeah, he's a Bob. Bob the Blob. <laughs> is his name Bob the Blob? No. <laughs> it's always fun when you're playing like NCAA 14 with the mascot. Oh, we got, we got flipping. I love that game mode. We've got y'all. This one happened earlier this year. The Portland Pickles, the MILB team. <laughs> he posted the what was that guy was, that you we were talking about a couple of weeks ago who you were talking pickle? Like given, oh, uh, um, <laughs> something about this big. Oh man, I I wouldn't let it go. I don't remember what his name was. I was trying to think of it while like you. I think I heard we were talking about a pickle. And I was like, what the heck did he call it? Like a pickle? I'm trying to think. It was of like it. Andy Pickle or were you what talking about? Lane talking about? No, talking about Lane no. Uh, we were talking uh, about some sport, and I kept saying. Free yeah. merchandise oh, for the first Luke person Fickle. to DM Yeah, us. that's what it was. It was Luke Fickle. Luke <laughs> yeah. Fickle. Yeah. Never mind. Offers over. <laughs> Fickle the icicle, something like that. Luke Fickle the pickle in his icicle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the Portland Pickles, remember that the mascot took over the Twitter for the day and then he posted a picture of like a thumbs up and it was coming through his pants. <laughs> and then deleted. Oh, the mascot takeover has ended. We 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 fired the mascot. Um, did you know the New York Yankees had a mascot? Yes. It looks terrifying. Uh, don't yes. look it up if you have it young is. children. It's so scary. That's why My, they don't have a mascot anymore. It's the epitome of somebody from New York. That's that's what it is. Oh, we've got Elise in the DMs. I hear I get free merch if I slide to the DMs. She must have heard you in the other room there, Wade. <laughs> Live so, viewership. Hey, 
Yeah, tell her to uh to send us a uh her favorite mascot. Send us the craziest mascot. Um, we've got my favorite one that was sent in. The Seattle Kraken, the hockey team. The troll. It has a troll and it pulls out its tooth if asked. It'll pull out its front tooth and give it to a <laughs> That's fan. great. So Tyler, what's your favorite or wackiest mascot that you've seen? Uh, it's a it's a university that's not too far from us in Mississippi. It's the Delta State University Fighting Okra. The Fighting yeah, I mean, Okra. Like, this looks like a two year old drew this mascot and just put it on the field. I mean, I don't know what it is, what they were thinking of, like the Fighting Okra. And then then the next one, I could I'm sure that Jacob's probably gonna assume this. Is it a West Coast team? <laughs> oh yes. Oh yeah! T- please give us your annual spiel of them. <laughs> the okay, yeah, it is the wackiest, and there's a runner-up for the wackiest as well. Uh, West Coast, the Stanford Cardinals. <laughs> Let me tell you what that Christmas stupid tree. tree is the <laughs> ugliest thing. You can see the person through the tree. <laughs> like it is, it's so bad, and it looks high all the time. <laughs> it just it, it's, yeah, it's, it's from perfect. California. And I'm yeah, thinking, I mean, what do you expect? Like, this is a very expensive university. You think you could invest in some sort of nicer tree? It should just no. be the Stanford Tiger Woods's. The thing about or it is, it is be a cardinal. The, it's there's yeah. history behind it, and the original one was made out of paper mache. So they're all made out of paper mache, and I'm thinking, my God, please upgrade. What if something. it rains? It is awful. Take what him inside. Ra- you gotta take him in. Paper mache. <laughs> You got a you got some nerdy freshman underneath the mascot when it's standing there in his underwear when yeah, it starts raining. Just a, just a green just a twirl around in a paper mache tree for three hours. Yeah, yeah. wave. Life, life could be so much harder. What's your wackiest mascot? All right. So when I when you asked us to prepare for this, I was going off of nicknames. So okay. he didn't understand the assignment, but I, I have answers for both. Um. I just think overall the Rocket City Trash Pandas is just That's a good one. A very crazy concept because they don't have their city's name. I don't know that Huntsville's a Rocket City. It's not big enough for me to like know that it right makes off the sense bat. It was Houston. Yeah. As a rocket. And then yeah. two, a oh, trash panda is not a real thing either. That's a nickname for a raccoon. So it's like two nicknames. Um but if you want to look at their on the field mascot, it's equally as kind of creepy. It's a raccoon in a trash can. I mean, do you want your kids posing with that? Whoever, um, the minor league teams have some of the best marketing departments because they just like come up with the weirdest stuff, weirdest promotions, weirdest mascots. It's it's got to be fun being a minor league team promoter. Now on the field, I like this name a lot. The Louisiana Raging Cajuns. I wish mm-hmm. LSU was the Raging Cajuns. Tigers, boring. Raging Cajuns, fun. But the on-the-field mascot looks like John Daly just left the tanning salon <laughs> after falling asleep in it for like five hours. <laughs> it looks John like a Daly roid rage red man. <laughs> now that's a new one. I haven't heard that, that's, that's a TikTok yeah. right there. John Daly leave the tenants one. That one, and then I don't know what about it, but the Kansas State Wildcat with the human arms just kind of creepy. You don't like Willie the Wildcat? Yeah, that one. No. Man. I got another southern one for you. I got another southern one for you. How about the King Cake Baby? 
Talk about oh, that yeah, one's creepy. Man. That one's really creepy. That used to be the New Orleans. Yeah, Zephyrs. I'm not looking forward to that season whenever it comes. Yeah. So during Mardi Gras, they send out the baby to d- deliver king cakes to people's doors. If if my doorbell rings and it's that on the other side, or the raging, I'm Cajun. not answering. I'm not answering the door. They can keep I'm their coming king with cake. my Louisville slugger to the front door. I don't care how yeah. good of a king cake is. That baby can go. I would teach you how to swing a bat because he's getting his head knocked off. That thing is like something out of the purge. Like they should just put the king cake baby in the purge and have him play in the next movie. I'm not so. looking forward to that. No, that's a that's a scary time. I mean, Tyler, you're gonna be seeing him at the Pelicans games. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Patty the Pelican and the King Cake do a little. Pierre the Pelican. Sorry, Pierre, Pierre, Patty, the Pelican. Patty the Pelican. I like that. I Pierre, the Pelican. The Pelican. Pierre the Pelican and the King Cake are going to be having some, Patty the some Batty. Fun time. Yeah. There's only there's only one other in it. It it's the epitome of Philly, and that's uh their mascot. It's a bunny, and its name is Hip Hop, uh for the Sixers, and what? it is literally it is literally just a dude dressed up in. It, it it looks it is a person. I mean, you can tell it's a person because all this is like a onesie, and the mm. dude's wearing frapping sunglasses and this bandana, and he's got these two ears. It, it is like the cheesiest thing. It is the corniest thing. I'm thinking, if you're the seventy sixers, oh, what you got is a freaking like guy dressed up with bunny ears on top of it. Well, what do you call the seventy sixers? Like, how do you come up with a mascot for that? You dress him up like a president. You just have yeah. Meek Mill. And just let him be the yeah, exactly. national. They have presidents. some of the most. You got George Washington running her. They have the most yeah, like the nationals do mascots ever. Yeah, like they're not even close. They to need a Ben Franklin. Though. That's who they need to be. I mean, we need to make a company called Adopt a Mascot. That's we, we just come I'm just waiting for Tyler's night to dress up as Pierre the Pelican. Yeah, <laughs> Tyler, let us know when you're doing that. We're gonna be there. <laughs> I don't yeah. think I'm ever going to call him to do that. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody might get sick and they need somebody to fill in. Pierre the Pelican. Pierre from the rafters. <laughs> Tyler's like, he's riding a unicycle <laughs> over a tightrope. <laughs> Did that happen to some mascot where they brought him down and he got stuck? Do you remember that? It was a number of years yeah. ago. Yeah. Oh, it was the San Jose Sharks mascot. Yeah, it was. Hockey team. <laughs> he just got, he stuck. got stuck up in midair on the Someone wire. did it more recently, him. too. It was in, I would sue someone if, if, if they got me stuck up there. The Jaguars mascot did that last year to open the season. Like, you better get a bonus. Like, yeah, that's really. all I'm saying. A week what? off and a bonus. That's why we love sports. We love their cuddly mascots, whether it be a, a purple dragon <laughs> lug nut or a trash panda or even a cuddly cake baby from that, the, the... It's not cuddly. It's a no, it's, baby. It's, a it's a creepy baby. cake baby. And Elise says that her favorite mascot is one that we the saw this week from the San Diego Jackrabbits. Or the San, South Dakota State Jackrabbits and runner-up Toledo Rockets. She likes that one. And the, the Liberty Rock- Flames. The Liberty Fl- the Flames have it going. Man, look at all these look at all these small schools getting some love. Ooh, love. Five. Love. Yeah, yeah, let us know. And FCS. Send us a DM with your favorite mascot, or you know, I think I guess you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts and put your favorite mascot in there. You know, do that. And we'll read your review on the show. All right. Dog of the weeks. Here we go.
that was absurdly long. I forgot to turn it I off. I think we so. need a German Shepherd bark on there. Yeah, I know, right? I think we know someone we that need can a live bark. <laughs> oh, I can get you some live barks. Don't worry. They're probably barking right now. So, Dog of the Week this week is brought to you by our friends at Piper Golf. Pipe your drives with Piper Golf Balls. Go on over to their website. Use code SportsCramble10. Pipe it up. 10% off. I was cleaning out my garage, and I found my Migos poster from college. I didn't throw it away. I remember um, buying that. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to have to throw it away or not. I don't think it's going to go to the next house. I was able to sneak it into this one. I know. It's got takeoff on it. It's a, it's a memorial. Yeah, now. it's a collectible. Item. Yeah. It's it is folded up, so it's probably not in great shape. Mm-hmm. Or not folded, rolled up. Uh, but no, I got some golf balls for y'all. When next time I see you, maybe the bachelor chip, I'll bring them and give them to you. Um, I haven't used them. I needed them this week. I was like, nope, not gonna use the Piper balls because they're for the guys. So, dog of the week, Jacob. We'll let you start it off. Who you got? All right, I'm gonna go to my Mississippi Sea Wolves. Uh, their goalie. Blake Wayrick is gotta be uh, my dog of the week. Uh, 38 saves on 43 shots in uh, a shootout game. Uh, made the craziest save I've seen live on TV uh, that I've ever seen. Absolutely wiped out on the opposite side of the goal. Reaches back with his glove hand and stops the puck. Uh, just reaching just with his glove. No look. Uh, to stop the guy in the wraparound. So he's got to be my dog of the week. Heck of a performance, uh, even though they did lose. So a lot of upside there. He's number one or number 30? Number one. Yeah. I don't know why they started that fool number 30 the other day, but. Yeah, he let up like <laughs> nine goals. Yeah, yeah number one, man, he's he's real talented. Tyler, who you got for your dog of the week? I'm going to the pitch. I think it's a pretty easy pick for me. Lionel Messi, the GOAT of soccer. I think uh, it was definitely well-deserved World Cup, his first one. And I waited 17 long years, and he also got two goals uh, to cap it off. So Lionel Messi got that dog in, you know, this week. There we go. There we go. Wait. All right. I'll go on the other side of the pitch and give it to Magape. Uh, you know, that game was pretty much toast, 2 nothing. They brought it all the way back to a tie, and, you know, it almost got it done. So, good individual effort from him in the World Cup. So, my dog of the week is from last night's bowl game, Southern Miss versus Rice. Frank Gore Jr., 21 carries, 329 rushing yards, two rushing touchdowns, 19 passing yards, and one passing touchdown. They let the man play running back and quarterback. Um, I don't know what, He's the what they call a super was. running back. Yeah, I mean, he went off, and then his auntie came into the interview at the end and was freaking out. He said, "Auntie, chill." And That's a way. That yeah, is. Crazy. I was like, "Whoa, oh buddy!" That's so, was hilarious. Frank Gore's my dog of the week. Um, if you want to take your dog of the week, send them to us, and then make your way over to Piper Golf and get you some golf balls. Use our code for ten percent off. Sports Scramble ten. All right. Every week we say we're going to make the show shorter, and it never happens. We still got one more to- topic left. We got the New Year's Six bowl games because I don't know if we're going to do a show next week since it's Christmas. I'm moving. I probably won't be on the show regardless. We'll see we y'all for the New Year. Yeah, we might just have to start this over again. In New Year's, maybe New Year's Day, New Year's Night, New Year's Eve. What? Not New Year's Eve. New Year's on a show. 
New Year's <laughs> Day Eve. Well, I'm not gonna do go it. Maybe ham. I'll do a show on Christmas. Let me go ham on on Christmas for for a show real quick. Just 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 Futch. We'll just let Futch do it by himself. Just Christmas Fudge music in the up. background. Let me yeah. rant for a while. No, he can just have uh, an hour of what he's eating for Christmas and what he got for Christmas. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Uh, yeah, we can do a uh, uh, what's in the box type. Yeah, thing. what's <laughs> in the <laughs> box? <laughs> what's on yeah, we'll live stream it on Twitch. Futch is what's in the box. So I wanted to get y'all's predictions for the New Year's Six Bowl um, since we won't, probably won't be having a show before then. Uh, first one we got, Capital One Orange Bowl, Tennessee versus Clemson. Wade, who's taking the duck? I'm flipping. I'm going to Clemson. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yeah. They We're, care more and uh, have a little bit more talent on the field. So, yeah. Tyler, who you got? Yeah, I'm flipping as well. No Jalen Hyatt and Wade. I'm definitely going to have to talk about you uh, for SEC Fantasy. Like you said, you actually called it that, oh, I'm looking right at you, Jalen Hyatt, that you're going to be opting out. And what does he but do? Music to my ears. I'm going to get him in Dynasty. It's going to be great. So. Yeah. But, but uh, really yeah, Tennessee's offense is going to look a whole lot different. I just don't really trust what they got. Uh, so yeah. I'm changing my pick going Clemson. Jacob? Uh, I'm going to roll with as well. Uh, they got to be my pick only because of the opt-outs. Uh, I think you have to. Yeah. So You got a uh, freshman quarterback yeah, licking his chops. Clemson has a yeah. talent, young quarterback uh, who's trying to prove himself. Yeah, I'm so, with, I think yeah, we're all I, on the Clemson train. Clemson. Yeah, all four of us rolling with Clemson. All-State Sugar Bowl, Alabama versus Kansas State. Tyler, we'll let you start it off. I think that this is going to be one of the more better bowl games uh, of the New Year's Six. A part of me wants to go with Kansas State and the upset, but since Will Anderson and Bryce Young is now playing in the bowl game, I'm going to go with the Crimson Tide. I think that this is going to be a close game. I think that Kansas State's defense will be able to challenge them and just a matter of can do spawn run against this Alabama defensive line. But I'll go Alabama in a close one. Futch, are you agreeing with him? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm going to go with K-State. They've got momentum, uh, played in a good uh, Big 12 championship game, so I got to have K-State uh, be my representative to uh, take care of Alabama in the Sugar Bowl. I think uh, a lot of talent there for K-State. It's uh, a big upside. You've got a, a young quarterback who's trying to prove himself there as well. So uh, I, I think you got – some guys who aren't afraid to play a really good football team. So I think they go in and beat TCU, uh, top four team. You know, they're really good. Stop them in overtime. I think if you beat Alabama on offense, if you got good offense, you can beat Alabama. Yep. I agree with you on that one. Uh, Wade, Alabama or K State? I like Jacob's point. I'd like to pull the trigger on Kansas State, but it is a little bit refreshing that Alabama's best players are going to play in this ballgame. And since they're at full strength, hard to pick against them, in my opinion. I'm going to go with Alabama. Uh, I think they'll have a lot of fans there, and I think they'll take over the the dome. Yeah, I'm going with Alabama as well. Um, so three three and one against uh, K State here for you, Jake. Might happen though. Give me the yeah. heat. Come on, let's go. I think it will be one of the better bowl games because both teams will be playing yeah. pretty much at full strength, and you don't have any really anybody care. out. Yeah. All they right. Next. Up. Biggest matchup there is Will Anderson and Deuce Vaughn. Who's gonna yep. Who's gonna win that? Yeah, absolutely. Next one, the Cotton Bowl, Tulane versus USC. 
Let's go. I'm going. I'm going Tulane just because Caleb Williams didn't play. He's not playing. I'm pretty no. sure he's hurt. Isn't he's he? out for the year. I think. Yeah, really? he hurt his hamstring. There's no. He won the Heisman. There's no point in. I mean, he'll just come back next year. He's still got another year of eligibility left. So. Yeah. Well, then that definitely solidifies my pick. I was already going Tulane, but no doubt. Yeah. All right. Tulane, Tulane. Tyler, you rolling with the with the Yeah, I'm going with Tulane. USC doesn't really have a lick of a defense, so I think that Michael Pratt and that offense are going to be licking their chops for four quarters. Are we going 4 and 0 on Tulane, Jacob? Let's 4 and 0. Let's clean sweep it for the group there of five. There we go. There we go. All, All right. right. Well, we had to pick Clemson, but we we uh did not pick USC, so it kind of balances out in my book. We got the last one minus the playoffs, the Rose Bowl, the granddaddy of them all. Penn State versus Utah. We already know Jacob's pick. Tyler, who, who's yours? I think this is the toughest pick for me. I really don't want to pick it. I just want to watch this game. Uh, but for our okay, show, purposes, so for our show uh, purposes, I mean, both of these teams are going to want it. Utah obviously is going to be motivated. They lost the Rose Bowl last year to Ohio State and really was the game of the year. Uh, but I'm going to go with Penn State in this one. I think that they, they'll be able to run the ball. Against Utah's defense, that's going to be a key. Uh, Nick Singleton has got to have a good game. I think that Penn State won't really won't be able to pass it against this really good secondary, but I think that Penn State wins in a defensive battle. All right, wait. I'm going to go with Utah. I think that they want to get that loss from last year out of their head, and I think they'll play a complete game and win a close one. I really don't know how this team lost to Florida at the beginning of the year. Um after but, Florida just got absolutely destroyed by Oregon. Maybe, the maybe. If they didn't lose that game. So, yeah. yeah, I think Utah gets it done, but I think it will be a really good game, as always, out in Pasadena. Yeah, I think just a jab at Jacob, I'm going Utah. We're going to have a little two and two here between. And then, the, of course, the other two uh, New Year's six games are the playoff games, and we've already given our winners of that. We're, I think we're all on the Georgia train. I I was listening to the last week's podcast earlier, just kind of catching up, and it was just Georgia, 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 Georgia. No explanation needed. So that's our picks. Um, Tyler, we'll have to throw a little graphic out. Uh, instead of the upset picks this week, we'll have the New Year's six bowl picks um, with the four of us on there. Let's see. Uh, anybody uh, watch the bowl games this weekend? I did. Yeah, some uh, of it. Yeah, I watched well, the majority uh, of the Saturday bowl slate. What what was your uh, what was your best one you saw? Um, the best one. I mean, there one wasn't really many close ones to begin with. Louisville and Oregon State took care of business. The the mm-hmm. best one was the SMU and BYU game. I mean, that game was really dominated by BYU and then SMU and their offense. They actually had a chance to win the game, but BYU's uh, defense stood them up. Uh, SMU decided to go for a two point conversion. To just win the game, which I get. I mean, it's a bowl season. It's your last game. It doesn't yeah, no it's either win overtime. or you lose. Uh, so I think that's great win uh, for BYU. I mean, BYU, after a really a hot start to the year, had really a rough stretch. I think they had like a five-game losing stretch at one point. But really good game in the Mexico Bowl. And then Boise State, they had a brawl with uh, North Texas uh, after the game. It was, it was a wild that. game. Uh, but, yeah, definitely interested uh, to see more bowl games, especially the one on the 21st when we see South Alabama play in the World's Bowl. That'll be that'll be a good one. Well, hour and 28 minutes, guys. We kept it under an hour and a half. But I have my final segment for you. The uh, it's, not, it's not the TMZ segment of the week because I couldn't find anything on TMZ. 
But the random fact of the week is not brought to you by Piper Golf. It's actually brought to you by Yeti. If you spend $200 on Yeti right now, site-wide, you get a free Rambler 14-ounce mug. Uh, you head on over to our link. Jacob, have you seen any more stories of Yeti coolers floating in the in the Pacific Ocean? No, I think they've all washed up at this point, and everybody's okay. partying up there, keeping all their meat cold for it. Uh, Where were the penguins? I did get party. like twenty Yeti TikToks after we did the show last week, so I think yes. they're, listening. Listening. they're listening. They're listening. To it. Yes. So, you know, Christmas time, Christmas spirit. We watch. We've been watching Christmas movies all the time. Uh, my wife's favorite Christmas movie is Elf with Mr. Will Ferrell. I was told that Will Ferrell's elf costume sold for $300,000 at auction for charity. 300 grand. You bought some green tights for 300 grand. No, yellow tights. Yes, it's yellow tights. I'm sorry. Yes, yellow tights and green green top for 300 grand. And afterwards, Will came out and said that he still had the pair of underwear that he wore when they shot the movie and that he will be selling those as well. So, Will Ferrell, OnlyFans incoming. Watch out. Um, another, yeah. Another uh, little, this one isn't a fact. It's a tweet that I saw. Uh, this individual was at the Buffalo Bills game, and the gentleman in front of him was listening to the, uh, or I'm sorry, the, the lady in front of him was listening to the to the radio feed while at the game, like some fans do. She stood up looked them dead in the eyes and said that the radio call is two full plays of head of what they're watching right now, live, in person, with his actual <laughs> eyes. So I guess the cold was getting to her and she didn't know what the heck was going on. I, I had to read that a few times. I was like, wait, what? And she was like, yeah, the, the radio feed, the plays have already happened. He's like, we're watching it in person, live. <laughs> like... That's not how that works. So, you know, it's taking her phone. We got to put it on DVR. Hurry. Someone call the cops. This lady's doing mushrooms. She is not. not. (laughs) Been through too many tables or something. Jeez. What are they doing over there in Bill's Mafia? Yeah, that one, uh, that one was a little crazy. So anything else for the, for the show tonight, guys? I I got, I got one little thing. Uh, We didn't get to talk about baseball much because it is the off season, Uh, but the Dodgers and the Red Sox are back at it again with their lovely trades. Uh, They're finalizing a deal. uh, Well, they have finalized it now. JD Martinez will be going to the Dodgers in exchange for Justin Turner going to the Red Sox. So they did a battle of the age swap. swap. A veteran swap. And my boy Dansby is no longer Uh, in Atlanta. Seven-year deal, one seven million. Yeah, Dansby's my dog of the week now. I mean, that's a good money right there for him. Hey, but listen, but my last thing here is MLB Carlos Correa, thirteen-year deal with the Giants. He's not even going to be around thirteen years to do that. They're just paying him. No, it's a way to avoid the luxury tax. Yeah, there's no no opt out, no opt out or anything on it. uh, So there is no incentive for that. That's insanity to me that you can make those kind of deals. Well, he definitely paved the way for Swanson, in my opinion, and probably Bogarts as well. I know Bogarts' deal went final before Correa, but you know that the numbers were circulating out there. So, yeah, I don't know what the Braves are going to do. They're going to have to go with the rookie or the second-year guy, Grissom, and probably sign a guy like Elvis Andrus to kind of be a veteran presence. Yeah, I was sad to see Dan to believe. He's my twin. 
my boy over there in all Atlanta. in for Orlando Arcia. This is yeah. two straight years. Like two of my favorite players are gone. The Freddie one hurt. The Freddie one. I know it hurt. Way one hurts me even more. Yeah. Next weird year thing is about Ozzie it Alves. is Bansby got more money than Freeman. <laughs> yeah, I guess just the position he plays, shortstop is. I was more in shock about the Freddie Freeman one, um, but the the thing is, is the Freddie one stung more, but the replacement value was a lot higher than the Dansby one. Like, yeah, that's true. You got an all star to good... replace him yeah. who had a really good year. We don't know how good the Braves' new shortstop will be, but I don't mind it. Um, I think that was a lot of money for him. I think that this could work out and could sign a guy like Gene Segura too as well. Um, he's I think out you've there, already so. got the guy, though. You've got Orlando Arcia. I mean, he is he is the second Orlando of Dansby Swanson. I mean, he is because he's the same defensive-minded guy. Dansby was never an offensive-minded guy really in the first place. Uh, so I mean, they're both really good defensive shortstops. So I agree with that. If you can bring in a super utility guy, but if they don't, then Arcia has got to be that guy. Sure. Yeah. I mean, they could even, I think if that Dansby deal happens sooner, I think that the Braves have a shot at Trey Turner, you know, that that would have been a wonderful fit. I would have talked about that. So, College football is wrapping up. Are y'all still doing coast to coast tomorrow? Yeah. Okay. We'll do it all the way through bowl season. Then you can take the off season off. Mm, Not have to rebrand. No. No. Y'all guys. Everybody. Okay. Y'all might have to rebrand to like uh, MLB talk or something. You just talk baseball until until it. uh, College football never dies. Let me tell you what. College football is going to be nuts because you got NIL. Got the portal all the time now. Portal all the time now. That's true. That's true. They're going to be sending Tyler to people's houses to interview recruits. (laughs) That's what I, that's what we want to see right there. And then SEC talk. We had the awards we're, last week. What's yeah, we're we're in, uh, the new year month pretty month. much? Then we'll have like the season in review and the national championship, and that'll be it. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, I've got nothing left. I think we've hit a ball. Sports scrambling all the way around the world, from Qatar to America to that's pretty much it. So <laughs> I was expecting more countries to pop into my head that we talked about, but not really. Uh, I guess Argentina and France count. So, but we appreciate everybody listening. If you can, uh, a Christmas present to the Sports Scramble crew would be if you could go and leave us a, a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, five stars if you love it. No stars if you hate it. We hope you don't hate it. We hope you enjoy listening to our wonderful. No stars, voices. you get coal in your stocking. Yes, no sh- no stars. We won't read your review on the podcast. Let's be honest. But uh, if you head on over to Apple Podcasts, drop us a rating, give us a subscription on Spotify. You know the whole shebang. Check out our YouTube. We're we're starting up YouTube Shorts. We got YouTube and TikTok. Um, the Shorts game has been popping off, so we're gonna keep pushing some Shorts out. We're gonna have some some hockey footage now that uh, Futch is there on the ice. And then Tyler, maybe you can get us some cool halftime shows from the Pelicans. <laughs> Uh, but we'll, we'll keep those rolling. Um, besides that, we appreciate everybody listening. We hope everyone has a wonderful week, and we will see you after Christmas. Have a Merry Christmas, everybody. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. <laughs>